Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, this is James Campion, the author of Shout It Out Loud, the story of Kiss's Destroyer and the making of an American icon. And you are listening to my buddies Tom and Zeus and the Shout It Out Loud cast. Rock on, boys. Oh, boy. Here we go. Oi. Pressing the buttons. Stockbroker Simmons. Star? Is that what he does? Stop shouting. He's not what you would call a handsome man. Oh no, here come the kiss times. Is that a positive thing? Okay. Alright. I'm gonna grab me a nice cold mellow Why? Why do that to the fan? Stop it. Why? Because the fuck That's all. Talking about 617 You do? Hey, fucko. Do you like? Yes. Settle down. Hello. Hey, what's up there, Kiss Army? Tom and Zeus, another episode of Shouted Out Loud Cast, episode 210. Aptly titled. Thinking Stanley. I can't believe this. What are we doing? Thinking Stanley here, people, and listen. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. It's it's news. Whether you like to admit it or not, people, it's in the news. And when news breaks, we break it. Yeah. We don't shy away from the controversy. We welcome it. Yeah, we steer the car right into it and talk all about it. That's right, baby. So, Tom, another uh, week went by. Anything new? Uh, listen, I mean, no. <laughs> uh, nope. Trying to get through the winter here in New England here. It was a, literally last week with the wind chill. It was 35 below zero. <laughs> uh, trying to take my poor dog outside without killing him. That was a lot of fun. Uh, but then it was like 50 degrees today. So, you know. I'm anxious to get this done with and move on to the spring, but you got it. You got it. Punk. <laughs> and I was also thinking too, what a better Valentine's day gift to our shouted out loud cast sweethearts. than sinking Stanley, making an appearance for the holiday, right? What wonderful. That's how much we love you people. I forgot. I think you mentioned that to me. Like, Hey, there's a Valentine's day. Are we doing a Valentine's day episode? Yeah. Sink and yeah, Stanley. Sink and Stanley. He's here to tell you how much he loves you and Paul. <laughs> 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 Fucking A. All right. 
So before we get into last week's episode, uh, we give a shout out to the tax man, Tony Barone. Oh, we certainly do. Hey, Loudcasters, ABCPA Inc. is an accounting firm located in the suburbs of Chicago that can assist you with all of your accounting and tax needs. For business, they offer bookkeeping, financial statements, payroll processing, payroll tax returns, sales tax returns, filing federal and state income tax returns, and help with starting your own business as well. For individuals, they offer help with sole proprietorships, rental real estate, trust and estate tax returns, and filing personal federal, and state income tax returns. They have access to all 50 states. So whether you live in, how about Idaho or Indiana? ABCPA can prepare an e-file on your behalf. Did you know Kiss Army? If you own a business with employees and have had a 20% reduction of revenue than you did in 2019 due to COVID or state-mandated shutdowns, you might be entitled to additional tax credits. Follow them on Facebook and LinkedIn and visit them on their website at abcpainc.com. That's www.abcpainc.com or email our buddy Tony at Tony at abcpainc.com. That is Tony at abcpainc.com or call him at 708-430-3232. That's 708-430-3232. Yeah, ABCPA Inc. Woohoo! So, Tom, last week uh, we talked about Ultimate Classic Rock's uh, article about the 50 great Kiss concerts, and we did a poll. Yes, we did. So, so we picked a couple of eras of the band and said, which era of the band do you wish you could have seen? The four categories are the beginning up to Alive, Spirit of 76 tour up to Alive 2, Super Kiss to Creatures, or something from the non-makeup era. No surprise, 52% of the votes went to the Spirit of 76 to Alive 2 era of the band. Then you had 30% with the early years up to Alive, 10% Super Kiss to Creatures, and that poor non-makeup era gets about 8% of the vote. couple comments on here. Our buddy Reg Daniels. Hey, guys, listen to the episode. The early 2000s was nuts for lineups. I'm sure you know the reason is that promoters were enforcing a three-quarters OG member contract for bookings. Eric Singer was meant to play symphony until that contract rule was enforced. I'm not sure I knew about that. Yeah. So three-fourths of the original lineups had to play. I, you know what? I think now that we're talking out loud, I think I remember hearing murmurs of that, but that's uh, that's same great. Thing this- with, same thing with the Aerosmith tour. That's right. That's right. Yep. And this is why we love our listeners. Thank you, Reg. Distin Nelson said, luckily, I have seen every era of Kiss. Wow. Our buddy Nige Savage, even though my preferred era is the non-makeup era, I voted the beginning to alive. It's surely always the most exciting to see a band where they're young, hungry, and at their most groundbreaking. To see them back would have been completely mind-blowing. And our buddy Tony from Restrained always has the correct answer. Love Gun era, 100%. OG Kiss in their prime and uh let's get to a couple episode specific comments here our buddy king kusano said i wonder why they decided to omit the concert for the sharks and hilariously the actual official ultimate classic rock twitter page responded and said it was a close call the lost alive two show from japan and sharks were on our draft version along with the opening night of asylum with a huge sign 
the Brooklyn Bridge MTV show, the opening night of Psycho Circus 3D, and a few other things. So that was pretty cool. Ultimate Classic Rock getting involved. And our buddy Brad Baird, great episode going over the 50 concerts. Now we need one where you'll just turn loose on everyone like at the first part of the episode. It's got to be good for the blood pressure. He's, he's referring to men when me and Zeus just decided to flip out and unload on everything that was bothering us at the beginning of the episode. Uh, but there's Twitter. What do you got on the book of face? On the book of face. Jason Warden. Yeah, Jay. Love it when you guys go over articles like this. UCR is a lot more knowledgeable, enjoyable than those so-called lists from Rolling Stone. But do love the takes on each. The cherry on top are the ace appearances. Hope they keep coming. Oh, thank nice. you, brother. God bless you. Graham Richley also added, Tom. What? No mention of the concert played on the back of a boat to sharks? Surely See, a highlight of Kiss's career. Two people commented on that embarrassment. <laughs> yep. Over on our group Loudcasters page, Jack Pinocchio. Hello, Pantheon Podcast listeners. Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house. And my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. With Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once. New quick charge function, three customizable sound styles plus awareness mode, available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind, and these Raycons are fantastic. Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner, and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com slash pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order, plus free shipping. That's right. You'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Buyraycon.com slash pantheon. C'è una luna menzumata, mamma mia, mamma di dare. Figlia mia, cosa dare, mamma mia, pensaccia tu. Se te veglia lo pesce, io le sua, esselena, se vuoi lo pesce, maratena. I was in tears at this moment. And he has a has the photo of Hyman Roth in Cuba. Oh, with the cake. I want yeah. all of you to enjoy your cake. So enjoy. And then he has a side by that uh, side of Peter holding his birthday cake. Yep. And a uh, smaller piece. Oliver Villar. Great episode. My bizarre takeaway from the show, believe it or not, is 
When Zeus mentions being 10 years old on June 25th, 1983, we've got the exact same birthday. Oh, no. Uh-oh. Oliver. Mike Murphy. Zeus for the win with the SD Special Delivery Jones <laughs> reference. <laughs> That's awesome. He did have like a hole in his back. I don't know what the hell that was. Justin Steele says, Friday night at 8. <laughs> you will not be late. Lilo, Peebo, Teddy P. Love it. Josh Brown says, yeah, West Virginia in the sponsor. Please make Patreon shit talk conversation. (laughs) And he goes on to tell us about some of the live recordings that he liked. And uh, oh, my God, the spam emails. (laughs) We get the spam emails on our podcast now. That's right. Don't forget our good buddy Hugo from our email. Over on Instagram. Damien Moon Drums. I read it. Great selection of shows. Couldn't have done it better. Nice. A lot of people like that. I mean, I'll give them credit. You may not agree with them, but it's a pretty researched uh, article. So good for them. Well, absolutely. Because all 50 concerts had a little blurb about it with the details of it. So very well done. Yeah. Uh, over on our YouTube page, Dashdown asked Tom, great show. What's Honking on Bobo <laughs> mean, bro. <laughs> Honking on Bobo is one of the worst experiments that Aerosmith ever tried to get into. It was their attempt at like doing like blues. It was a it was a studio album. Ugh, it was just it was just bad. It, now that's not to say I don't like blues or blues rock. Nobody wanted to hear that. And every time I say honking on Bobo. It just makes me laugh because it's so dumb. That tour sucked. Anyways, sorry. On on that note. On that note. Marty White. This list omits the most important Kiss show. June 6, 1990. Weed Sport, New York. It was great. It was a show I attended. (laughs) Nice. And I'll give a tip of the hat to our guest. This is from Eddie Catflap. Sinkin' Stanley is a legend. Scab kiss blows. <laughs> I'm sorry. Scab kiss. What the fuck is the matter with people? Oh. Oh, one last thing, Tom. Yeah. Uh, a guy named Emmanuel Martins Jr. Hi there, Tom and Zeus. I'm pretty... I'm particularly intrigued by how Kiss treats the non-makeup, non-original lineup years. For example, this new soundboard album from 84. There are nothing with Eric Carr, Mark St. John, or even Bruce Kulick on the items included in the package. The same applies to recent merch like Hot in the Shade and Unmasked, with Eric being deleted from the picture on the t-shirt. As an 80s, early 90s Kiss fan, I feel heavily offended. What is the purpose of rewriting history? Greetings from Brazil, buddies. A, thank you for that. It, it's a great question. And here's, I, look, I don't know the answer to this. And maybe Zeus and I will try to dig in and find out if there's a, as a if there's a definitive business-related answer for this. My theory is that it's one thing to release something with Eric Carr and Mark St. John or Bruce Kulick. It's another thing to sell visual merchandise with their images on it as opposed to an audio product. So I think that's why you're not going to see anything with Bruce or Eric or Vinny or Mark St. John, while this formation of the band currently exists, touring, et cetera. That's my theory. I don't know. I could be wrong. 
Because you're right. I don't understand why everybody comes back to that unmasked shirt that has the blacked out Eric Carr face. Um, and you're right. The, 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 the cards for this off the soundboard, it just has Paul and Gene. It doesn't have any band photos, nothing with Bruce or uh, nothing with Mark or Eric. Uh, so that that's my guess. I, I don't know. Anyway, over to you, Tom. All right, let's uh, blow through some emails here. Our buddy Gary Cap, we love Gary. Great show as always. Glaring omission in this top 50 list. In my opinion, March 24th, 1977, Osaka, Japan should be in this list. This concert was the first show they did in Japan, which sparked a huge following for the band in that region. They played nine shows in 12 days, including the April 2nd show, which most people know it as the Lost Alive 2 bootleg in the video from that is on Kissology Volume 1. Following that set of shows, they would play over 80 concerts in Japan over the next 45 years. This is why we love Gary. Where are you going to get that kind of stats, dates, information? Gary's the best. Love him. Our buddy Scott Wheeler. Great episode. Couple of thoughts on this. The bandit makeup was terrible. Tony Kornheiser was a music journalist. I would have bet my kiss lunchbox that wasn't true. I've got you guys saying, shock me. Stuck in my head. Completely agree that Dynasty was the beginning of the end. Kind of like Kiss drag queens in those costumes. Oh, Coolest concert in my life was seeing Kiss in 1992 at a small club here in Baltimore named Hammerjacks. Not listing Kiss at Budokan is really unforgivable. And I vividly recall the WCW demon character. He could have kicked Frankie Williams' ass. <laughs> Zeus, I don't know what that means. You're the wrestling Frankie guy. Frankie Williams is the idiot that Roddy Piper beat up in his. Ah, uh, okay, okay, okay. Just a jobber. Gotcha. A good buddy, West Beach. Another superb and interesting show. A coworker of mine's brother got us tickets to the Tiger Stadium show, and it definitely lived up to the hype. The band played and sounded great, and our seats were on the field about 12 rows back and were excellent. There was such anticipation and electricity in the air that when they finally hit the stage, the crowd just erupted. Probably the most memorable concert I've ever attended. Was there Super Bowl pregame show in Atlanta in 99 mentioned? Did you mention the show closing five song set after the 96 MTV Awards show? They were on fire and looked great. Keep up the great work, Wes. Thank you, Wes. Uh, and then we got one here from our good buddy, Backpack Brad Rustoven of the Slam Fest podcast. Make sure you're checking out Brad's show. Great and timely episode, Guy. One of the many advantages of recording episodes in real time. Kudos. On January 30th of this year, I was expecting an announcement from KISS regarding the date of their last show. Instead, I saw this article show up on my Facebook feed, and I thought, what a cool idea. Yes, he included a lot of the milestone shows, but there were nine head scratchers and what the fuck moments. He talks about the scathing review one, the Tony Kornheiser one, the Paul Solo tour one. This isn't even a KISS concert. Kiss being told not to blow up their stage. Kiss debuting their own professional wrestler. They performed one song. The Millennium Live album, one word, terrible. Joe Perry joining Kiss on stage? A couple, he just used the opening night of a tour versus a specific moment. 1979, the return of Kiss fizzles. 1987, dead end on a crazy nights tour. I get it. He's a journalist and needs to make it interesting for the non-Kiss tard. But these nine are events from the band's history. Not exactly important comments. Then he goes off to name a couple of important concerts that he thinks he missed. The Winterland Ballroom Show in 75. Cadillac High School in 75. 1977 first show at Madden Square Garden. We talked about Budokan. Uh, Under the Brooklyn Bridge. Dodge Stadium. Uh, the Whiskey in 2019. Great stuff. 
This is another reason we love Brad and Slamfest. Details, baby. Plus, he walks around with a backpack full of beer. Uh, thank you, Brad. Great email. And we're going to wrap up feedback with this one from Joey Dunn. Look what I found. I have written you guys before and just want to say that you, quote, have revived my love for Kiss. I'm listening to the episodes in order and just finished the Love Gun review. I've been a Kiss fan since 1975, and I got curious as to what vinyl I actually might still have. I believe, except for my copy of Double Platinum from the Columbia Record Club, I have original vinyl for the Kiss debut, Alive, all four solos, Rock and Roll Over, Alive 2, Unmasked, Animalized, Killers, Music from the Elder. Damn. I also had the original copy of the Originals Collection, which is awesome. Had a promo of Heavens on Fire. I'm enclosing some pictures of stuff I found, including my program for my first Kiss show, Houston 75. Sorry for the long email, but I wanted to share it with my two favorite fuckos, Joey Dunn. And then he sends us a collection of amazing photos uh, from his vinyl collection. Some really, really cool items. Joey Dunn. For this, my friend, you are the comment of the week. Good answer. Good answer. I like the way you think. I'm going to be watching you. <laughs> yeah, Joey. That's awesome. Ooh. Thank you. Absolutely. Thanks, buddy. Yeah, Tom, what we do next is we go over and give a shout out to our Patreon family. And like I've been doing now for I don't know how many weeks in a row, uh, we got another one. And this one is Mark Edwards, better known as Aggie Dad and Tiger Grad. Uh, Guys have joined us as a Catman tier. And uh, thank you. We appreciate it. We hope and uh, expect that you're going to get a big kick out of being in with the the, uh, Patreon family. And we appreciate the support. And if you want to support the show and help us out, uh, please go over to Patreon. You find it on our website. When you go to our shoutitoutloudcast.com, our awesome new website, you'll see it right there on the landing page, Patreon. Click on that. It'll talk about the four tiers, what you get from us per each tier, and, uh, and how you can help and support the show. The support is a huge help to us and to help the show grow uh, tremendously over the past couple of years. Uh, and all the people that are in our Patreon family, we love them. And they are a huge, huge source of entertainment in our Patreon group. And if you want to join our Patreon group, like we said, go to the website and you'll see the, the, uh, link there. Just click on that and you'll go right to it. Or you can go to patreon.com or the app Patreon. And then you'll see uh, creators and you search Shout It Out Loudcast and uh, find out all about it. And again, thank you for all our Patreon families, that, for all you what you do for us and the support you give us. And if you guys want to help out, anyone out there listening, come join the family. Come join the fun. Uh, we think you're going to enjoy it and uh, we appreciate it when you do. Yeah, you guys are the best. Huge shout out to Mark Edwards, a.k.a. Aggie Dad and Tiger Grad. Uh, thank you so much for becoming a part of our amazing Patreon family and to everybody who's part of that family. It keeps growing every week and we're so happy, so excited and so grateful that each week we can announce new members of the family. So guys, thank you so much. Yeah, Tom, what we do next is we hop over to Kiss World and find out what's going on over there. 
Yeah, well, so we're recording on Wednesday, February 8th. And by the time this episode drops, uh, the news might be that Kiss has a new manager. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, that's pretty much the purpose of this whole episode tonight was the the news about Doc. And we'll get into that when we talk to uh, our uh, our guest. Um, but it's kind of quiet right now. I think everybody was anticipating some kind of announcement on that 50th anniversary show of, of some uh, U.S. dates, uh, a final show, something. There's nothing going on right now. Yeah, um, maybe because uh, they have to get a new organizer to get that set. Perhaps. Uh, but that being said, Gene Simmons is uh, talking about his big event uh, in May where you can spend the weekend with him, have dinner with him, uh, get a plate that says, I ate dinner with Gene Simmons. Uh Yeah. That's uh it looks like a pretty exciting event. And um, yeah, he's talking about that on his social media. Also in the news, um, Paul is showing us his new commercial for the Super Bowl that he's gonna be in. My god. Anyways, uh, and Kiss has been uh, announced to be part of another festival uh called the Masters of Rock, which uh takes place in Argentina. And I think our buddy Steve Wright from Part of the Hell has already booked his flight because uh, it says the Scorpions and Halloween are <laughs> are playing with Kiss. Uh, so uh, Kiss keeps making the festival circuit. So God bless them. Uh, also, uh, Deep Purple will be there, too, for anybody. I don't even know Deep Purple's around. I don't even know what fucking band members are still in there. Um, A lot but, of them are. Yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, uh, so, yeah, Kiss continues to do the, uh, the, the, the circuit there with the festival. So good for them. Yeah, and then our buddy Ace Friley oh boy. Uh, put out a new uh, set list. And so he's now singing, well, the band. They're performing Parasite, Snowblind, Speeding Back, Rip It Out, Rock Soldiers, Insane, Detroit Rock City, Stranger in a Strange Land, Rocket Ride, Getaway, New York Groove, Shock Me, Cold Gin, and Deuce. Thoughts? Better than the set list we got when we saw him. Yeah. My, I, big, my, my, my big thing is just stop playing the fucking Kiss songs that you didn't sing. Yep. Or right. Or, or right. Exactly. Just so, stop. Yeah. Getaway, I get. Cold Gin, I get. Right? Yeah. I mean, those need to get away from the fucking <laughs> set list. There's no reason Deuce should be in there. Yeah, they were playing Deuce, and then I just played some solo licks over it, and then they said, you want to join the band. Like played a couple chord patterns, so I figured why not add it to the repertoire. I, I played my solo from Three Blind Mice on it, and I fucking blew them away. So you're telling me you'd rather hear Genghis Khan instead of Deuce? I got, why don't you call it Genghis Khan and put it on one of your shitty solo albums in the future <laughs> as opposed to my uncle is a raft on your vault <laughs> ace you need a vault part two okay oh. gene i'll do a vault what kind of shitty songs you want me to put in just put in all your solo albums oh, sorry. <laughs> oh anyway uh, yeah, so Ace has got this new set list. But here's the other thing, though. Now he's got Ryan Spencer, Courtney Crone, fucking <laughs> Kulik, fucking Rodham Clinton. Now he's playing bass. 
and only Jeremy is the guitarist with Ace. Oh fuck, I gotta do work. Like there is he saving costs or is Zach and Phil not available? What's the story there? I I don't know. We'll have to find out because right because he also kind of threw Phil on the bus a little bit. I got a better bass player now. He can sing better too. Like I, <laughs> what happened there? I don't know. I, it's a good one. I don't know. Yeah, I don't I don't know. Anyway, uh, I think that's the news for now, Tom. So uh, let's uh, give a call to the Kiss Camp and see uh, if Doc McGee is still on their website. Okay, we're back, and uh, I just got some information. It looks like Ace is actually trying to be the manager of the band since they won't let him play with the band. Guys, I got you booked at a couple clubs, and uh, there's a grand opening of a market basket down here in (laughs) southern New Hampshire. They're looking for a rock act. I used to play a couple car dealerships down from there. It'll help them open up a new racetrack, too. I got a little... uh, Putt putt place opening up this summer too. If you want to come by, I promised them I would play that awful song, Pursuit of Rock and Roll, for them. What? What terrible! <laughs> and Chuck Berry. Oh man. <sighs> anyway, Tom, we've been talking about this for quite some time. The text that me and you uh, would have about, like, oh, look what he wrote now. And and Tim has been kind of in our radar for quite some time. Oh, yeah. Years. And uh, it finally, like, the dam broke. The motherfucker <laughs> ended up becoming huge news. Yeah. I mean, look, he made news, okay? And and we we love Kiss. We love this show. We love our listeners. And look. I understand that people think this is the third rail and God bless them. If that's how they handle it, that's fine. But there is no third rail for our show. And I'm not saying that to like pound our chest, but there is no third rail for shout out loudcast. When a story that is out there is on ultimate classic rock and blabbermouth and loudwire and ultimate guitar and Eddie trunk and overseas. Now, according to Tim, that's news, whether it's news that you want to believe or news that you care about or news that offends you as to how it was broken. It's news, and it involves the manager of the band that we love. And you could be like, this is a fucking big nothing burger. What are you doing? That's fine. That is absolutely your opinion. But it's news that everybody was talking about this past week. And we've talked to Tim for years, like Zeus has said. We figured, let's have him on. Let's tell the story. And then there you go. Before we play the uh, interview, we're going to play the doc clip so yep. you know what this is all about. Yep. So we're going to play the doc clip. Here you go. Think it's family here with the fake army. And doc, when's Paul going to admit that he lip thing? Uh, he sings every track. So he sings to it. So he's not lip syncing. He sings. He fully sings. Okay. It's, okay. it's enhanced. Every, you know, it's just part of the process to make sure that everybody hears the songs the way they should be sang to, awesome. to, to begin with. So 
You know, nobody wants to hear people do stuff that's not real. That's not what so, they came to hear. So you're actually saying there are backing tracks that he's singing to? He'll sing the tracks. Okay. Yeah, they, they, everybody, it's all part of a process because everybody wants to hear everybody sing. Awesome. You know, he sings, but he sings fully, sings to every song. Um, and when are fans going to get their Dubai packages? Jesus, I, I'm sure we're trying to work that out now with the people that sold them. But it, we're going to make good on every one of them, I can tell you that. Kiss one. And now, thinking Stanley here, people. Thinking Stanley here, people, and listen. Well, the time has finally come for Shout It Out Loudcast to welcome a very special guest. You've heard us talk about him for a long time. You know about him. You see him on Facebook. You hear him on Eddie Trunk. The man known as Sinkin' Stanley, Tim, is here. Welcome to Shout It Out Loudcast. Sinkin' Stanley here, Tom and Zeus. And God, I, I, it's such an honor to be on Shout It Out Loudcast, the greatest KISS podcast in the world. This is awesome. What took you pussy so long? We're never going to make it's it not gonna this. Work. It's not going to work. <laughs> What's wrong? You, do, do I got to carry the show here, guys? Any trunk has no problem talking to me. <laughs> what the fuck? Oh. All right. Well, oh, Zeus, I see you got your Chef Boy Do I Think shirt. I do. Tom got me this he for got, Christmas. I wear it proudly awesome. here. All right. You got some you got some pizza to go with that tonight? <laughs> I got some Regina pizzeria with a couple <laughs> of mellow yellow cups of red uh, booze. Don't tell anybody. Well, let's call me and have him bring over some pepperoni, some more toppings. Oh, here we go. So, so is is Tim here too, or is 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 Tim available? Well, I don't know. Maybe you don't want to talk to him. He's boring. He's boring. We do. My this is my shtick. All right, we do. Family, thinking family's taking over the world. God, and you know it's true. It is true. It is true. And, and we're we're very excited for Sink and Stanley to take over the world. But we're gonna we're gonna see if we can get Tim to talk to us for a few minutes. Sure. All right. All right. So let me start this off. So How you guys doing? when we first very well, started Tim. this show and we would see your posts from time to time, we would get a chuckle out of him and giggle. And then it got to the point where we're like, dude. This guy is fucking relentless. What the fuck is this? And then it became so we would text each other like <laughs> these fucking stupid things. You would create these fucking images, and we would be like, "What is this shit?" And and then at some point, and we're gonna be honest with you, brother. We're like, "There's gotta be something wrong here." Paul must have <laughs> fucking kicked his dog, like stole his girlfriend, or done something. What the fuck has Paul Stanley done to you that you are so fucking over the top, fucking possessed with with fucking terrorizing him? How's that? We'll get to this in a second. Let me let me back up a second. 
Okay. How long ago did you guys actually hear of the Sink and Stanley shtick? Or see well, memes. Well, well, well before we knew before, you, well, yeah, I we knew, knew you we, we, like we, your we, post. We knew we knew Tim before Sink and Stanley even existed. We knew about you and your post, and we knew how you were relentless with Paul with, and, and the memes, right? And the memes yeah. with Paul and Tommy yeah. and a lot of that stuff that we talked about. Okay. Um, and then when and then want- when and then when the Sink and Stanley character was created and Chef Boy Do I Sink and the Facebook page and now the Sink Army yeah, and all actually, that. That's 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 more recent. Right. Exactly. Sink and, Sink and Stanley started th- three years ago during COVID when Tiger King was out. Yep, exactly. Yep. But yep. prior prior to that, me and some buddies, I got a really good buddy that taught me how to do, um, you know, the Photoshop better. Yep. He got my skills up and my memes got better and better because I had all these great ideas, you know, and they really weren't coming to fruition the way I wanted them to. So he helped me out. And uh, then it was just game on. So what what exactly, what is like, like, well, so like, so like Zeus said, so what, I mean, I know everybody has like their thing. What prompted you to be like, I'm I'm gonna go after this guy because what he's doing, I don't like what he's doing. I know he's like what tell us what the genesis of your will to destroy Paul Stanley. Where did that come from? <laughs> this vitriol. Where did yeah. it come well, from? Well, it it all stems from being a KISS fan all my life. Okay. This is five years old, you know, nineteen seventy-six. Yeah, I got my first kiss out. I'm hotter than hell. Okay. Um I was a fan ever since diehard fan paul was never my favorite character obviously ace was ace ace is what you know made me want to become a musician pick up a guitar you know the classic cliche yep you know so and then during the 80s i just kept with it even when he you know went all bon jovi flamer you know i just i just stuck with it you know i i was i was a fan you know and then you know, obviously, I finally got to see him live on the Hot in the Shade tour. Mm-hmm. And what a fucking awesome concert to be the first show. Yep. And then again, re- Revenge. And then, then you know, the reunion came around and saw that. And I was like, I can't top this. This is, this is it. This yep. was the shit, right? And then all of a sudden, you know, they start slapping. Um ace and peter's makeup on eric and tommy you know so we get cheater chris and uh fake freely so i'm like fuck this shit i'm fucking out of here this is no i don't want nothing to do with this okay and then then you know i got in i started getting i didn't really get into social media until about probably 2013 14 sometime yep and i started getting in all these groups and i was like Holy shit, these guys are thinking just like I am. <laughs> and you know, and it just it just grew from there. And then I discovered Twitter. And I was like, "Oh shit." And this is all my wife's fault because she made me get on social media, <laughs> made me get a Twitter account, and boom. Now most know? of most of what you do though is on Facebook and you've since created your own your uh, group your sync army group 
Oh yeah. Um, yeah. Me and me and a buddy. Yeah. We created that. Yeah. And, and, and I'm not but, alone. I'm not alone. Let's, let's, oh, let's no, make I, that clear. Oh, absolutely. I'm with you. There's, I, I people, I, there's I others behind the scenes that help me out with a lot of stuff. I understand. Yeah. And, and you've been on and, and the whole thing with the sink and Stanley and the tracks. And then obviously I think everybody who's in the kiss world out there right now, listening to us understands why we've decided to have you on our show now, because yeah. you, you, Sink and Stanley, Tim, have shaped the KISS narrative this entire past week, okay? You were, tell us about the event with Doc, because it went everywhere. It was, it was, it was Eddie Trunk, it was Ultimate Classic Rock, it was Blabberall, it went everywhere, because Doc finally said what you have been saying for years, and I'm telling you right now, I think the worst phone call in the world is Doc picking up the phone with Paul on the other end, because now... Oh. Yeah. So tell tell talk to us about that. You want to talk about that right now? All right. So what happened was I I wanted to go down, you know, and I, I was like, you know, I've been building it in my group. I've been yeah. saying, yeah, I'm going to go. I'm going to go. And then then my car broke wait, wait, down. Wait, we'll go like, where? Fuck. Like build yeah, it go up. Where? What, so what have... I was going to go to the Wentworth Gallery in Boca Raton to, okay. to you know, Paul's, meet, Paul's, not Paul's meet, to, yeah. obviously I'm not going to meet Paul but I'm going to get a chance to do my shtick and have them hear me okay. and get a reaction. That was my whole thing was just to get a reaction from them. Now, did you know so, Doc was going to be there? Was, was it, was it, was there? Had no fucking idea, bro. Okay. No idea. No okay. idea. You mind okay. if I cuss every now and then? Well, you, you've listened you, to us for four years. You know how we still go ahead. Go I, ahead. I'm, I'm being polite. Okay. Don't, <laughs> don't be polite. Go ahead. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> well, so I drive down there, right? And um, I walk in there and it's cool. It's just a little tiny Wentworth gallery, you know, in a fucking mall next to a Bloomingdale's. So, and he's already in there and we start being able to see him back in the back. So, and I'm like, oh, shit, you know, I can't do nothing right now. So I just started talking to people. And then I interviewed a guy who actually went inside and, you know, he was saying how pushy they were being to people. You know, if you didn't have, the minimum to spend was $3,000. And if you weren't interested in buying anything within 10 minutes, they ushered you out the door. Wow. So they were being really, really pompous, really, you know, snooty. Okay. And um, so, so I interviewed one of them guys. And, and then after that, Doc McGee comes walking outside. I was like, holy shit, it's Doc. I'm like, what the fuck? Yep. So. So I'm like, fuck, I'm going to go up and see, see if he'll get, you know, take a picture with me. So I go up, I'm like, Hey doc, shake his hand. Can I get a picture? He's like, ah, yeah, 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 yeah. So I take a picture with him. Then I walk away and I go back to the other guys I was hanging out talking with. And then he's just, he's just hanging out, walking around and, you know, less people are talking to him. I said, fuck it. I'm going to go up. I'm going to see if he'll do a little interview with me. If he'll answer some questions. So I go up and I ask him, I say, you know, hey, Doc, would you do an interview for my Facebook group? He's like, oh, yeah, sure. But I go, disclaimer, Doc, disclaimer. When I kick into my character, you may not want to do this interview. He's like, ah, let's go for it, man. Oh, no. And then that's what you see. <laughs> I don't think that he was knows. It. I don't think he knows the whole Paul history with you personally. 
No, I don't he's got to know something, man. He didn't wreck. He didn't and yeah, comes at He me. didn't put. I don't think he put it together. You never. I don't think so it. either. There's no way he would have. He would have talked to you. He knows. Listen, <laughs> we all know Paul. He. There's no way that Paul wouldn't fucking flip out him. That he's. He hasn't. Tim, when I, you honestly, t- I will tell you, I would not be shocked if you hear that him and Doc and Kiss. Are separating uh parting ways. Oh, we'll go, we'll we'll get to that. We'll get we'll get I'm to that. I'm not kidding. So, no, Zeus, hold hold that thought. Hold that thought because we're gonna I want to talk about that too. But so Tim, when you asked him the question, because I said to Zeus, I said, listen to the video. He says thinking Stanley here. And I'm like, <laughs> fucking Doc is like not breaking character. So when you asked him that question, you sent us the video. Were you blown away at his response? Honestly, not at first. I really, I was just so into doing it. You know, I didn't even know what I had at the moment. I didn't even think about it really until a couple hours later when I got in my car and I watched the video and could actually hear it clearly. Yeah. I was like, oh, fuck, I got gold here. You did. You know, I was like, holy shit. You didn't edit your voice, did you? No, not at all. So you use the because people were asking. That's a hundred percent live, like a Borat thing, like where maybe he changes. The only thing I added, the only thing I added was the little um watermark sinks the sink army watermark. Okay, but you use the sinking Stanley voice is what I'm saying. I sure as hell did right to his face because that was a lot of people saying. Oh, he could have edited that. You don't see. They don't see you talking. Not. Perfect. Nope. I just wanted to clarify that for people that nope. were asking. If I would have edited it, you would have heard my Sink and Stanley voice a lot louder than it was. Because if yeah. you notice, it's not it's not as loud as his voice. I think the thing so. that was I think the thing and, and uh, kind of you know speaking of disclaimers here, um, and we usually don't do this on Shout It Out Loudcast, but we're having you on because, as I said earlier, like you right now in this interview with Doc is literally shaping the, the the kiss narrative right now and on shout out loudcast we like to have what's what's big and what's hot not to mention we've been friends with you off you know behind the scenes for for a while so having you on now doesn't necessarily mean that we uh you know that we're on your side per se and, and, we're, and, and we're gonna get into that but my get my thing is this i watched the video a couple times i can't believe the honesty and the openness and the frankness of doc like i i wonder if he knows what he said i will tell you this i will tell you this he almost seemed a little bit like they had been drinking some wine or something thank you i agree he seemed a little if you listen to his voice he was slurring the way he yes he was a little bit because yeah it just and and right after that event they got in their car and they went right next door to a restaurant for dinner to take those people out to dinner yeah yeah go ahead, to so, go me, ahead sorry. i'll be honest with you i've said this before uh, to tom when we me and tom talked about this i, I said it just a couple minutes ago i think this is completely a fireable offense you have now taken Something that might go down in Kiss's Wikipedia page. 
in their history, nobody would bring up the fucking tracks and stuff. In a, let's say, I'm no, just giving you an nobody. example. They, they, nope. Because it was an allegation. And me and Tom talked about that. It's almost like a, a steroid thing with baseball players. There was rumors of it, but they're not going to put it in writing unless you have it. He didn't get A-Rod caught, right? Like someone like David Ortiz didn't get caught with it. But there's rumors about it. Same thing with Paul. Now you have him manager. So now I can completely see in a Kiss Wikipedia or Paul Stanley, later on the career, Kiss was criticized for this and this and this, for using backing tracks, and their manager claimed and stated that they did. This is something that will stay with them now forever. You can't take that back. Your manager admitted it. That's in Paul's legacy. And if we know one thing, Paul is all about his legacy. That's going to be a well, fire. Well, we all, you ask me. we all yeah. know as KISS fans that Paul's, whether it's Paul or his PR person, sets up these interviews and lets them, tells them what they can and cannot talk about. Which is so why this one is so interesting because yeah, this was off the exactly. cuff and unplanned. And, and here's the thing. Um, uh, go ahead. I was I lost for train of thought. No, I was just uh, I was just going to say this is the thing that makes this even more it, it, it's it's a peek behind the curtain because it was unscheduled, it was unplanned, it was off the cuff and a lot of times it really uh, was. And a lot of times people speak the truth when there's no script. So like Zeus said fireable offense, we all know how sensitive Paul is, okay? Whether that's good, bad or indifferent. Doc the manager of Kiss, this is not a journalist. This is not a roadie. This is not somebody who hates Kiss or who has an axe to grind. This is Doc fucking McGee said explicitly that tracks are being used. Okay. Now, and, it, and it totally contradicts the narrative of the entire end of the road tour. Because before the end of the road tour, we all know, we all know the straw that broke the camel's back was that Barcelona video that came out. Yeah, that was it. Talk, After tell, that, talk, talk it about was that. Like, tell us about that a little bit more in case our listeners aren't familiar with the Barcelona video. The Barcelona, I think it was what, 2018 that came out before the end of the road tour. There's a YouTube yeah, yeah. video of it. Yeah. And they're yeah. all singing and Love Gun. And you know, it was just the climax of shit of yep. how he sounds. Yep. And that was the, the straw that broke the Campbell's back because then when they came out with the end of the road tour and they introduced their new costumes and they did, they, they presented everything on that cruise, right? Yep. Came out with their costumes. They even said, if you watch some of that cruise video, you'll, you'll hear it right from Paul's mouth. Oh, we're testing out some new technology and blah, 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 and doing this and doing that. And, and ever since then, it was like they started tracking right on that cruise because they were tracking right before that when they did, what was it? The America's Got Talent. America yeah, got duped. That's, you know, <laughs> yeah. yep. So, you know, and they were tracking it on the late night shows that they were doing leading up to the end of the road tour. And then sure enough, after the end of the road tour, every single fucking video was identical. You can take concert after concert after concert and layer in them, and they're exactly the same. 
I think they the don't. thing I think the thing that that's going to lend a little bit of credence to what to Zeus it said and and what I agree with about Doc's tenure with the band be, being hanging in the balance here. This was picked up by every major rock news website out there. Loudwire, Ultimate Classic Rock, Ultimate Guitar, Blabbermouth, even some of the oh, fringe geez. ones. All the Facebook. Did you hear groups. today where it is? Uh, it's it's, Eddie, it's, it's it, in it, Germany, it, Italy. It, exactly. That's my point. So now like, everybody, is, everybody is talking about Kiss. Like Zeus's analogy was perfect. We thought David Ortiz did steroids, but we never got it. We know Barry Bonds did steroids, and now Barry Bonds' legacy is fucked. So now it also opens it up for people to ask Paul questions. Watch how the interviews will start drying up now. Well, well, now you you bring up another thing. How are they going to control this on the Kiss Cruise now? How is this going to be now? Granted, now, granted, the cruise is a year away. The cruise. Oh, is, he is, sings on the cruise. No, no, no. He but I'm saying sing a, on the cruise. I'm, I'm saying a Paul Stanley Q and A on the cruise. A well, Paul Stanley I mean, Q&A. I almost asked from the question. Yeah, I know. He had thrown up. Remember what we were talking about? If we wore this shirt, we'd get thrown overboard. If we fucking wore a sinking Stanley shirt on the cruise, but you know what? Hey, you know what though? You know what though? When I was there and I was doing my shtick and everything, yeah. I thought I would thought I would get some flack from fans. I was a little, little tiny concerned until I actually got there. And I was like, nobody's going to do shit. Right. right. And it was like, I don't so know. Let, was, so let me ask you this, because I, I want to get this part out of the way, too, for people that are listening here. I know that Eddie, I know you call Eddie, you and Eddie now are buddies. We've had Eddie on our show a bunch of times. We're buddies with him. And yeah. I know that you guys feel the same way about tracks and, you know, in the fake freely and the Cheetah Chris and all that stuff. That I'm not a huge fan of Ace and Tommy wearing the makeup. Okay. But I'm going to be honest with you right now. And you can call me whatever kind of fan you want. I don't really give a shit about tracks. I, I really, I really don't. And I, and, and, and here's the thing, here's, here's the thing. And I, and I hate using, well, let hate- me ask you this. Are you a musician? Are you a musician? I can play the guitar a little bit, but I've never been in a band. You've never been in a band. You've never recorded. No. You've never played live. No. Therefore you don't care about tracks. See, if you were a musician, you might have a different view. I played little league. Does that mean I, I, I should give a shit more about fucking Barry Bonds hitting, having steroids. doesn't make a fucking difference. <laughs> It doesn't well, make what is that? But, but uh, Tim, think, that, think about that. I, I'm in a band and Paul isn't. And Paul is too. That I don't buy that. That doesn't give somebody else more of a right to be upset. If you truly value an artist and that's your stick and you're upset that they do that, that's fine. But I don't think it has anything to do with you being a musician because I'm sure there are people that aren't musicians that are just as upset as you. And, and I'm sure I, there are some musicians that say, I don't give a fuck. And the other thing too, and I hate doing this. I hate doing like the, I hate playing like the, what about the, what aboutism, you know, people do it in politics all the time. And I know we had Eddie on our show and he pushed back. I'm not saying it's right, wrong or indifferent. You really think these bands that are touring right now in 2023 aren't doing the exact same fucking thing. They are some of, some of them are a lot of them aren't our era bands are the ones that are from our era. Most of them. I'm sorry, man. I went to, I went to armored Saint and wasp. Armored Saint came out live as could be. No, Sounded you just, phenomenal. You just gave us a layup. Phenomenal. You can't tell if they're and, singing or tracks anyways. I, I, with and, oh, you could tell. Well, track with the Sync Army. One of my Sync Army members uh, we know, is the we one, saw, is the one saw, that interviewed. 
interviewed Blackie and got and him he, to admit he was using backing track. And what I heard is that he's like, fuck this. I'm not touring the U.S. ever again, you motherfuckers. <laughs> So let me ask you that. I find that hilarious. No big loss. Fortune, everybody. That was pretty funny. And that was pretty funny. He's like, yeah, we use tracks. Fucking see you later, US. <laughs> I'm never touring here again. Oh, Uh-oh. Paul Stanley here. Paul, St- <laughs> Paul Stanley calling. But let, but seriously, like, so I guess my thing is like, uh, uh, yeah, we're kiss tards. We all are. I love the band. I heard the Virginia beach off the soundboard. <laughs> that is what that band is going to sound like right now. Times 10. If there is not using some kind of quote, vocal enhancement, because he's not lip syncing. He's using tracks, which is like an, yeah. an, an, an enhanced singing over it. And I he's don't believe singing, it. He's, it's he's the same as over lip-syncing. a track. There's okay. A difference. Yeah. I'm not going to bend over backwards here defending this, but I, I guess my my question to you, Tim, is or, or to anybody out there who's listening to this who, who agrees with, with Tim and Eddie, are you pissed that it's Kiss doing it? Are you pit like or, or you think like you don't want them to tour at all? Or would you rather have them tour and sound like shit and be like, yeah, that's a hundred percent live? Like the philosophy that you guys have about this one hundred percent live, because Eddie posts all the time. He's like, Oh, I saw Tom Kiefer hundred percent live. That's great. He sounded terrible, Eddie. The guy he sounded terrible. And if you would rather have a hundred percent live sounding terrible, that's your right. But that's not what I want. I don't want to pay money for a terrible sounding show. It's the same thing when you go see like a Marvel movie. Yeah. It's special effects. It's fake because I'm paying money to be entertained. If Paul Stanley is using tracks to enhance his voice. So it doesn't sound like a dead dog. I'm okay with that because I'm paying. To I'd be rather have him retire. I'd rather have well, him retire. A, yeah, okay, that you is, that's want a, him to retire. That's a separate How about argument. Other people that don't want him to retire. You take that choice oh, away from them. Right? And the oh, choice is choice. easy for you. Yeah, but the then he should be seen. But then the choice is easy live. for you, Tim. Don't watch him. So the other people can watch him, right? Isn't that I the don't easy? watch him. But that's the point. It's their choice. Give the people their choice. If you do it your way, nobody gets anything. And you win. Right? So everybody look, bitches about the set list anyway. I mean, yeah, but doesn't mean we should all put it away. That's what kiss tards do. We have nothing better to do than bitch about the same thing <laughs> and then go, oh shit, they just put out a fucking purple version of double platinum. I don't have this. Oh, hey, that's me. I bought the purple version of double platinum. What the fuck? <laughs> I didn't know if there was one. No, I'm there isn't. Guess, There's a pit. Get... No, there is there isn't a purple version. <laughs> okay. But I'm just saying, like, give let the people choose what they want. I don't have that big a deal. Do I want him to sing regular? Yes. But I don't have that option. So rather than not have anything, I'd rather enjoy Kiss for a couple more years with Tommy, with Fat Face on the drums, with fucking uh, Paul singing over tracks. I'd rather have that than nothing. And would I rather have Ace playing? Yeah, if he could play. Not that shit he's doing up there now. That's what happens. He that's certainly a perfect, can't play right that's now. That's a perfect example. That's what happens when you're not using tracks. Or give a fuck. <laughs> right. Now, I Tim. Don't, I don't practice. Yeah, no shit, buddy. <laughs> Tim, let me ask you this. Have you been, have you, I, I know that you've reached out to Eddie. You call him often and Eddie's great. We love Eddie and the conversations that you have are great. Has anybody contacted you specifically? Has anybody reached out to you for more information on this or to pick your brain on the interview with Doc and how you got it? Has anybody 
contacted you if you if i mean if you if you don't have to answer us uh, but just ask you mean you mean from the kiss camp or what, from, from anybody from the I've, kiss i've just had i've just had podcasts want requested okay. me to come on okay but where okay. did you go multiple podcasts where, but where did you go what what i you said came which oh yeah yeah you and trunk that's you know yeah. that's yeah I wasn't sure if anybody obviously from like, the number one pod, the number one gift podcast in the world. Let me ask you, you this. guys in any trunk. You're you're the top echelon. <laughs> Why did you use Tiger King's face <laughs> for sinking stallion? <laughs> Please. Oh, and by the way, in, the, in, in, in all honesty, I, I did every Kiss member as the Tiger King. I can't stand what, that face. I did Paul and I'm first. looking at Zeus's T-shirt right now. <laughs> but the answer to that is also: Do you remember when you first did it? Paul saw that image yep. and thought it was funny, and he, and he retweeted and he tweeted it. it. Yeah. He retweeted it, not knowing. And then what ended up happening, gave you some notoriety, is at some point, all your fucking harassment of him and him blocking you and you fucking terrorizing him and terrorizing him. Well, first, finally, first I, hold on. Let first, me I think. Hold on, hold on, hold on, Tim. Go ahead, Zeus. So he then he finally tried to dox you online. And nobody had his back for that. That is beyond stupid. He's, and he mentioned your name, yep. your type of business. Should I do this? Should I? And everybody's like, what the fuck? Yeah, we've had uh, certain people that are friends with him that are stars that we hang out and talk to that reached out to mm -hmm. us and was like, and we can't say their name because we don't want them to no, hear I know. get Paul upset. I know who you're talking about anyway. But like, anyway. what the fuck? Is he stupid? Why the fuck would you give this guy any attention? Eddie Trunk says the same thing. Everyone, I was like, dude, why would you do that? Like, it makes you look terrible. Not to mention doxing's illegal. Of so course it is. Of course it you, is. You can't, a celebrity can't come after a private, a citizen, private citizen just because they have an opinion on you and, and put your, your family's information, your what, even though he didn't release my information, he put enough of it out there to where it was a threat towards me. Yeah. So. And and I did have some threats. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. I had some threats. That's insane. You know? Over over something like this, having threat, having yeah, that's insane. That, yeah. That's but you're right. That's what that's that's what we're dealing with right now. Um, so this is this is and, and and to be honest with me with you, that's where where I said you're going to do that. Guess what? I'm going to ramp it up. And now, this is this is perfect payback, I guess. You know, so, yeah. so, so let me ask you this, Tim, but before we'll finish up in a second, I just want to ask, so where do you, where do you go? Where do you go now? Because you've, it's all of your, you've, you've reached, you've kind of reached the, 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 the apex here. You got the kiss manager to admit what, what everybody in the sink army has been talking about. What's next for what's Think next Stanley here? Listen, <laughs> listen. This ain't over. It ain't over. It ain't over till the lip thinker sings. Okay? The man himself has to admit it. Okay? <laughs> or Gene. I'll take Gene. Yeah, what, what's up with that? Says, 
Hey, what's up with that? You started this new character, but he kind of drifted off. Oh, yeah. What happened to that one? Greed Simmons, whatever his name is. Greed Simmons here. <laughs> you can't, you can't even get through. Greed. We love that name. I just, what happened? What happened? That car- See, it just doesn't, because everybody loves Gene, and everybody's been talking about how the, the greed forever, so it, it doesn't have the kind of legs that Sink and Stanley does. It just doesn't. It just doesn't, man. I just it just doesn't. It, it, and to be honest with you, I can't do the Gene voice that great. But you <laughs> had it as like Gene's face with like Trump's hairdo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we got we got we got Greed Simmons. We got a uh, carrot bottom. <laughs> carrot bottom. Who's that? <laughs> He's got Paul with the carrot yeah. tops. Oh, hairdo. Jesus Christ. Yeah. yeah. See, carrot top. Okay, I get carrot you. bottom, rock bottom, you know. Come on, I got you. I got you. Connect the dots. Well, Tim, it's been a long time coming. Uh, this has been a lot of fun. Of course, like I said, you're you're kind of shaping the kiss news this week, so we wanted to have you on to talk about that incredible uh, breaking point there with Doc. Um, you know, people, if you're interested in this kind of stuff, you can find him on Facebook. He's got a Facebook group you can join. He's got uh, a YouTube channel. That's right. He's got a YouTube channel. Uh, he's out there, so you can find him. Tim, plug it. Yeah, Tim, tell us if people are interested in this insanity, where they can go for it. Thinking Stanley here, and you can go on to the Thinking Stanley YouTube channel. And if you're tired of all the lies and hypocrisy of current kids, you can join the Facebook group, the Think Army. Join our mission. You better think before you think, or the Kith Army's coming after you. Oh, before you go, uh, uh, a little professional courtesy here. Can you do the <laughs> coming home sync version of the coming of of Kiss singing of Paul doing coming home? I'm syncing tracks for you. <laughs> Are you asking for a special dedication there, dude? <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> Finish it. Finish it. I want you to get to the chorus part of the coming homes version. I'm thinking track for you. God almighty. What is happening here? I'm thinking track for you. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. The new sync army theme song. It's the, uh, the kiss Mego doll theme from the (laughs) seventies. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah. It's great. It's very well. It's very well made. Well, Tim, Tim, you're relentless, buddy. For this episode, <laughs> we will never, ever step two feet from Paul Stanley again. No, I don't think it's ever going to happen. No, I don't think it ever was going to happen, guys. Hey, you never know. You never know. You never know. You might get Gene, though. You uh, might get Gene. Tim, honestly, you, you've always been a good sport about all this stuff. There are things that you do that just, as you can tell, crack us up. There are things we don't like, but we we're okay, and we oh, let yeah. you know, and we let you know which ones are cool. But you've always added some fun to our Loudcasters Facebook group and other stuff, and your comments are always welcome. Uh, thanks, and I'll always awesome. respect your page, man. I'll always respect you guys. If and, you ask me, not and to we do- appreciate it. 
Uh, we do. No, not I'm not like that. So it's all Tim, good. Tim, it's thank all tongue you. in cheek. Tim, thank you for joining us. We had a lot of fun. And uh, you know what? Kudos Thanks on breaking, for having me. Kudos on breaking some news with the band. So Thanks, Tim. All right, Tom. We did it. What do you think? Look, I thought Tim made his point. Uh, you know, and, and that's the thing I have no problem with. If if you believe in something and you're steadfast in it and you have a reason for believing in it, fine. I don't agree with him. I told him uh how I feel about the tracks and how I feel about different things with the band, and everybody has their incredibly diverse opinions on the makeup, the tracks, whatever you want to call it, the sinking, whatever. Um, look, I, again, I think it's news. You had the manager of Kiss literally responding to this with details and admitting that tracks were being used. That's news, whether you want to believe it or not, whether you care or not, whether you like like me, I said, yeah, this is, other bands are doing this. Tom, what's the, big, what's the big fucking deal? In vino veritas, you were right. He was drunk. Yeah. I think he had too much to drink. And he wasn't as sharp as he should have been as the manager. I, I mean, are we kidding ourselves? You think Doc McGee does not know about Paul's sensitivity? You fucking talked about trap. They've been hiding this for four years. Doc isn't aware that, hey, we don't talk about tracks. We don't fucking admit that shit. We're hiding that stuff. He wasn't given the memo or did he just like never occur to him that somebody would ask him that? Or is Kiss so isolated that then nobody's ever asked them that? Nobody brings it up. No one has ever. First of all, I think the thing, and Tim even said this, he was blown away. He's like, fuck this doc. I'm just going to go up to him and ask him what the fuck. Doc's like, yeah, okay. I can tell you whatever you want. But it isn't Ace Fraley management. I'm the CEO. Right. It's Doc McGee. You don't fucking know better. Right. It's, It's stunning. And I think that's the thing. You know, we heard Eddie, Eddie Trunk was talking about this week and, I, and he even said, he goes, it is stunning that the manager of the band, like, again, this isn't some journalist. This isn't somebody that has an ax to grind. This is Doc fucking McGee, the manager of Kiss for the last fucking 30 years or however long it's been. And he comes out and says, oh, yeah, the tracks. Yeah, he's singing, but the, the tracks and blah, blah, blah. Like, holy fuck, dude. Dude, the guy said his name was Sinkin' Stanley and then he went into a character. When he asked you the question, your radar doesn't go up. Like, I can't. I, buddy, no, I'm all, I'm all sad. I'm sorry. I can't do this. Yep. You don't know how to say no. You're Doc McGee. What the fuck are you doing? So you think that comment on the Kiss Cruise, ah, I'm disappointed I didn't get to kill Peter Chris. You don't think Paul Stanley's saying right now? I'm disappointed I didn't go back and fucking choke out Doc McGee for fucking giving credence and credibility to the guy that's been torturing him. Not just I, any fan, Tom. Not anybody. That guy. I truly am. Re- I'm really interested. And we're never going to know. Uh, that phone call. That Paul made to Doc. What the fuck is happening right it's now? It's two parts. It's the whole track discussion and admitting it. Yep. And it's you gave credibility to that fucking asshole. That's the other thing. That's the other thing. And he's going to have that over me and he tortured me. He fucking got me. Paul Stanley. You threw red meat to a shark in the water. That's what you did. Oh my God. It's, it's, it's ugly. It's ugly. And it's, and, and look, we've been messaging with Tim for years behind the scenes. He messaged us 
and sent us the video. And I said to Zeus, I sent it to him. I go, you're not going to watch this. I- I'm not even going to add a comment. Just fucking watch what just happened here. And Tim sent it to us in real time from the art gallery. Yep. Uh, and the next thing you know, boom, it's on all the major rock and metal so- social media sites, websites. Tim also mentioned that it was breaking overseas now. People in Germany are talking about it, that this is like, yeah, Kiss's manager, blah, blah, blah. Like, what the fuck, dude? Not good. And Zeus, I keep coming back to your analogy, which is perfect. It's the steroid thing. Yeah, we think David Ortiz did it, but we don't have anything. So that's eh, okay. We know that Barry Bonds did it. Fuck him. And that's it. And that, and you can't talk about Barry Bonds without it. Correct. I'm telling you, now this is something that might go and kiss in Paul Stanley's Wikipedia page. Controversy over oh, there admitted that he sings to tracks. Yep. Now, again, I said this during the show. I, 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 I'm I, not as offended by this as Tim is or by a lot of other people out there. The way Eddie Trunk is. I'm, I'm not offended. Do, do, it doesn't. It doesn't bother me that much. I'll be honest with you. As a side note, the makeup bothers me more than the tracks, but we'll save that for maybe another another episode. I get how it offends people. I get it. But to me, it's not that big of a deal. But the fact that the manager is telling everybody out there, oh, yeah, it's I, I combining that with the incredible level of sensitivity that Paul has. I, I just don't see how Paul and Doc are going to be in the fucking same room again without wanting to without him wanting to choke him. Yeah. And doc has enough money that he doesn't need kissing at this point in his age too. He might say, fuck it. Fuck you. Yeah. Who knows? I don't know. By time this episode drops, this is Wednesday. Yeah. Episode drops on Saturday. Shit could change. Or are we blowing this up more than it is? Ah, Paul and doc are fine. They're buddies. Ah, I don't know. Nobody knows. Paul has fucking lost friends and relationships for a lot less than this dude this is this is not about the band this is about paul yes this is a paul specific controversy oh what is sir rod gonna think about me now what are are they gonna say in in people magazine about me like this is the shit that bothers him keeps him up at night yeah it's 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 too bad i mean again Kudos to Tim. I don't even think he knew what he was getting or that he would get what he got. Um, and, and he, and, and he, and we were, you know, we pushed back on him a little bit because let's be honest still. I, I don't get the fucking over the top, like every day putting memes up of Paul every right. day. Right. Shit. Yeah. If you like the band and now you don't like the fact that, uh, you know, they have Ace, so you fucking torture Paul all day long. I yep. mean, I mean it, there, there's a little bit of like, what the fuck? But, you know, he he uh, he broke some news here, and yep. uh, we have to talk about it. And the, the, the fallout from this, who knows? I, I mean, that's our opinion. Maybe we're overreacting, but I think this is bad. I do too. Feel bad. I do too. I don't think this is going to be some kind of flash in the pan Sam Loomis thing. I think this is. I think this has. This might have some legs. I hope it doesn't. For God's sakes, I don't want to see Doc get fired or Doc quit or that kind of shit happen. But I don't know. We'll see. Did and, nobody and, ever ask Doc? Like Doc didn't know not to say anything about this. Like like Tim said, like you said, in vino veritas, dude. He took one minute, and he. Got, broke this huge news one minute with Doc, and he got this out of him. Yep. Oh, incredible! God bless him. And this is the shit you got it out of him. He, uh, he ought to be commended. 
had the balls to ask him the question. I agree. I agree. And in <laughs> character, which is mind blowing. And I'm glad you clarified that, Zeus, so that our listeners understand. He did not edit that in. He literally went, thinking Stanley here, Doc. Can you tell us about the tracks? Doc's mm. like, yeah, say he's using them. Yeah, he, his Doc's brain didn't go sinking Stanley. This is the guy that Paul or dude, this guy's shitting on Paul. Like, I'm not fucking giving him credit. But like, yeah, he's like, oh, yeah, sure. But and he's explaining it as though, like, oh, no, you don't understand. It's not this. It's this to the purest. It's fucking blasphemy. But I don't agree with Eddie or or Tim that this is the same as lip syncing at the award shows and things like that, or other pop stars are doing singing over the tracks. Okay. Is not the same as lip syncing. In oh, no, my opinion, no, it's not. There's uh, a level of, uh, who is the great comedian? Eddie Izzard. It's like, if the, there's levels of uh, murder and there's levels of things, there's levels of lying. Like, uh, you know, I cheated on you. No, I didn't. Or yeah, I fucking, murdered fucking right people okay there's level of of lying to your fan base uh no there's a guy behind the curtain really singing uh no i'm not nothing's actually coming out of my mouth or no i'm singing over tracks i think there's a level to it of course bad or as impure as they make it out to be in a perfect world we wouldn't need this yeah but we do because they wouldn't give us a show without it Mm -hmm. i'll take it me too that's our choice to go that's right but by tim's and the eddies that say no no no, they shouldn't be out there without ace and they shouldn't be out there if paul can't sing live well now you took it away from all of us yeah if you don't like that version then don't, don't go, go see don't it. go exactly we'll see it yep and maybe they'll do something in the future that makes me say i don't want to see that shit right i don't know but you know here we are yep, yep. agreed so anyway tom Let's go to question of the week. Yeah, so we got a question here from Josh Smith on Facebook. Now, this is a question that probably over the years we may have touched upon, but I like to kind of come back to these types of things because thankfully we're grateful we've gained new listeners and and new fans to the show. So even if we've answered this two years ago or something similar, let's go at it again. So Josh Smith says, you have to pick three songs that are not hits or concert staples to play for someone who has never listened to Kiss. What are you going to pick? Three songs? Three songs. They're not hits or not concert staples, something, you know. Okay, so you're asking three songs. So I will go with A Million to One, Mm -hmm. Nowhere to Run, and Turn on the Night. Mm, Okay, nice. Now... If you want me to throw a Gene song in there, just so I can just say something, I I would probably say Plaster Caster because somebody would be like, wow, that's a fucking catchy tune. Interesting how it's pretty much all non-makeup. I mean, I know where to run was written Killer's Elder Era, but two non-makeup songs. Okay. Yeah. So for me, I'm going to start with something off of Dress to Kill. I'm going to go with Rock Bottom. I know it was on a live, but they didn't have a lot to choose from for that. So I don't really consider that a hit or a concert staple. Um. Something a little heavy that really kicks ass, a song that I absolutely love. And it's a Gene track, and that's Thou Shalt Not off Revenge. Uh, and then I would probably go with something maybe to add a little bit of poppiness to it in terms of that. I would probably take something off of that trifecta that we love from Hot in the Shade. 
something like Silver Spoon or You Love Me to Hate You or King of Hearts, I would probably take one of those. I'd probably maybe throw Silver Spoon in there uh, to give people a little bit of taste of that kind of pop metal sound. So great question. Great question, Josh. I know we may have touched on this in the past, but it's a great question because you're right. If somebody's never listened to Kiss, what do you play for them? Now, I do want to add a little kind of personal side note on this. My son is in college and uh, he texted me the other day. He's hanging around uh, with a bunch of guys, a bunch of girls, and he says that one of his, it's not his girlfriend, it's a friend who's a girl, says that this girl's dad always sends her little playlists for bands that like he likes to try to get her into it and vice versa. So he sent her a playlist of Kiss songs, five Kiss songs for her to get into, and it was Ooh. funny because it was a couple of the songs, it was Detroit Rock City, God of Thunder, Rock and Roll All Night, Beth. So I thought that was kind of interesting that he went with obviously the staples and uh, the girl's reaction was Beth is terrible. <laughs> so I th- so I thought that was kind of funny. I thought that was kind of funny. So uh, Josh Smith, great question. Thanks, buddy, uh, from Facebook for asking. Appreciate it. Tom, where can people find us? Check us out on our website. Shout it out loudcast.com. That's where everything is there. You can find our Patreon link that we talked about. You can use our Amazon merch link to buy some awesome shout out loudcast gear. You can shop on Amazon right from our link too. You can do that. And of course, all of our episodes are there. Shout it out loudcast. Our new dorm damage episode. We talk about grunge uh, album review crews, Zeppelin Chronicles. They're all there. All the rankings, everything is there. It's your one-stop shop. You can message us directly from the website and that gets sent to us in the form of an email. So we love when you guys do that. Uh, or you can actually send us a regular email, shoutoutloudcast at gmail.com. And, of course, our social media, very active on that, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. So, yeah, we're very active on social media. So check us out, follow us, tag us, all that good stuff. And, of course, another huge shout-out to our Patreon family. You can check us out on our website, as I mentioned, or you can go to patreon.com, download the app. And a huge shout-out to Mark Edwards for joining our Patreon family. Thank you for that. And, of course, we always like to say proud member of the Pantheon Podcast Network of Shows. So check that website out, Pantheon Podcast. Tons of great shows on there, including us. Yeah, Tom, we always tell people they can DM us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Subscribe to our YouTube channel, please. Thank you for doing that. Again, we're almost up to 1,000, which is a magic number for us. Help us get there. Go on our YouTube channel and subscribe. Uh, Give us one of those five star child reviews. It's another great way to help the show. You can do that on Apple Podcasts, Facebook, uh, Spotify, anywhere you can give us a review. If you give us those five star reviews, it moves us up the food chain and helps the show go a little bit further than it normally would because we get more exposure. And that is a big plus to us. How do you help the show? You join our Patreon family. You give us one of those five-star reviews, and you go to our awesome merch and Amazon store. We You can buy your stuff now, your Shout It Out Loudcast gear, right from Amazon. Just do a search for us, T-shirts, Shout It Out yep. Loudcast, or go to our awesome website. Go to the merch button, and uh, you'll see all our stuff pops up there. It's now sold on Amazon. So everybody that's out there that has Amazon Prime, you can get the stuff in two days. Apparently. Yep. So go there and uh, look, check around your Amazon store. That link is right there on our website. Big help to us. All those things help the show. 
and all our fucking awesome loudcasters out there. Thank you for those that have, and thank you for those that will. So much appreciated. So remember, you can always email us at shoutitoutloudcast at gmail.com, shoutitoutloudcast at gmail.com, and go to our website for all things Shout It Out Loudcast, whether it be episodes, rankings, uh, photos, crazy stuff, loudcaster photos. Uh, there, It's all there. And if you have a shirt, or some gear of Loudcaster gear, and you want us to put it on the website, send it to us, and we'll uh, and give us the permission to do so. We'll put it right on the website, your handsome mug. So <laughs> thank you for that. And once again, we appreciate everything you guys have done for us, and we end with famous last words. You got any, Tom? Oh, I do. You buy the magazine, in between the lines, you see my face, you read my name and you can have me for one price, baby. You must have heard of my fame. Before you tell me to go, I've got to let you know how you're making my temperature rise. I let you use me. You try to abuse me. You tell me you're not very nice. Nice. Sinking. Thinking <laughs> <laughs> Stanley. Thinking Stanley here, people, and listen. Tim, uh, Loudcasters, uh, Tom, uh, Kiss Army, everybody. Thank you. And I hope everybody gets some loving on Valentine's Day. Happy Day Day to everybody. Tim, thank you for joining us. It was a ton of fun. Great stuff as always. Uh, Everybody out there, thank you so much for being the greatest fans and listeners and supporters in the world. You guys are the best. Zeus, as always, my friend, thank you. Peace out, Girl Scout. It sounded like a diabolical form of punishment. I pictured going into a hospital room and having somebody torture me. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.